this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Hello, everybody. Uh oh, like a oh, like a sorry. honey crisp. Oh no, no, yeah. no. That's fine. This is all going on the editing room floor. Don't worry about it. With the magic of computers, which are canceled and bad, we are going to fix this because this is I episode seventeen, I think, of the Fanwith podcast. Once again, still don't remember. Impossible to know. It's impossible Probably to know. Not There's necessary no to say. <laughs> Uh, you can hear my voice, which I am Steven Strum, managing editor over at fanbyte.com. Uh, with me today, as is usually the case, is Nikki Grayson. Hi. Uh, and Good. Merritt Kay. Hey, what's up? Not much, unfortunately. Or no, that's actually a complete lie. No, that's there's very busy so much today. happening today. <laughs> there's, there's so, so much, much happening. happening. Death Stranding is up. Death Stranding is up. I Did mean, anybody that's else? Most of it. Yeah, that's that's kind of like the big thing that happened today. There was some other stuff from before, but I think we can just jump right into news. We're going to probably once again talk about doing a shorter episode, and then we'll see how that goes from there. <laughs> we'll see. Who could possibly know how things will happen um, so, based so on past I, evidence? I think I'm probably the only person on this call who hasn't seen the Death Stranding trailer. So oh. I have seen glimpses of it. I just haven't had time to watch it today, but I've seen parts of it. I know that the the special edition comes with a baby. Yep. Like a, right. a real True. human baby in a pod, mm-hmm. yep. just like Norman Reedus. Uh, and what else? Do we think I know that about, pod is hard or squishy? I think it's probably hard like is cheaper. Hard. I think hard is cheaper when it comes to making those plastic things. I think the hard stuff. But yeah. what if it was squishy? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I can mean, get you. You need something that's going to cushion this baby because that baby is like probably yeah. the last child alive. Is that the premise? I so I don't think they've really said. My theory still is that the child, that the baby, is Norman Reedus, and every time yeah. he gets grabbed by the time machine monsters, they he that that baby grows up and his okay. brain transfers. I'm going to need you to body. step back for a second. <laughs> and uh, once again. I'm sorry. The things I know are baby, Norman Reedus, uh, homo, de- uh, homo demons, homo demons, yep. mm-hmm. and then also couldn't be me. Um, uh, die hard man. <laughs> die hard. It's actually D Hardman. Yeah, uh-huh. Hardman with a hyphen. Let's. Be, I like that yeah. there's a hyphen between die and hard man, but not between hard and man. <laughs> hard and man, which is what I thought the first time. Because it, it's it, actually it that's com- like that's what I say when I'm playing Mega Man, and I'm like really upset. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. I need a hard knuckle, but I just can't beat him, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so need can a hard you explain for, a hard for me and for our listeners who maybe haven't seen the Death Stranding trailer yet, what is... N- no. No. no is. Impossible. <laughs> no, Sony can... doesn't know. Nobody I'm convinced, knows. I'm convinced that... Kojima, when when Sony was like, Kojima will give you some money to make a video game, 
but you're going to have to pitch it to us. He just handed them a piece of paper that just said Norman Reedus on it. Mm-hmm. And Sony was like, shit, it's too late. He we already cashed the check. We can't we can't not that let him make the game. And then it's just been four years or whatever. Yeah. Well, because it wasn't even just Norman Reedus. It's it's Mad Mickelson is in it as well. Mm-hmm. Guillermo del Toro is actually in it, which I think was... He was in that. He was in an earlier teaser, but it was like a non-canon teaser that they, they said it was just like yeah. a style piece. And then it was like, oh, but it was like, oh, he's probably not actually going to be in the game. But they're kind of friends, so they'll he'll Guillermo del Toro will show up in like one of his trailers. But no, he's actually playing a different he's character in it. called. The, there's three men in the game. There's Die Hard Man. There's like <laughs> Dead Man. Dead like, and and Guts Man. Guts Man. And, uh... Uh, Resurrection Man. Ultraman. Uh no, I, there there are three there are three people with man in the in the name for sure I know that uh, okay. I forget I forget who they are this is also by the way the same uh, creator Hideo Kojima who made Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker which featured a villain named Hot Coldman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are your favorite uh, Hideo Kojima or Metal Gear Solid names besides mm. Hot Coldman? Fat Man is pretty, all, is pretty high up there. We're all furiously Googling because you can't remember any of them. Oh, I... Solar Boy Django <laughs> is Sorry? such a Wait, good what? name. Say that again? What is that one from? That's like Boktai. Solar Boy Django that's is gotta the be. main character oh, of Boktai. Yeah, okay. The sun is in the your hand. Guy. So he just... I have never played Boktai like I would probably say most people. Uh... <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, like, they sense. just named him... They just has Solar in his name in the yes. game where it's all about the sun? Solar yeah. Boy Django, oh. and his gun is called um, Gun Del Sol, and the place where he's from is called City of the Sun. Okay, so I'm starting to notice a trend here because also this trailer, uh, Merit, uh, for the like, you haven't seen it, ta- is just constantly talking. So it seems like the... I think you're the president's son? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, or something? Like, the president yes. is, like, sick, and she's, like, in the Oval Office in, like, a deathbed, and she's like, you have to rebuild America. And then he says America's already dead. Yeah. Um, he says something like that. Is that these exact words? He's, like, like he, he's talking Basically. about how America is not, is, like, bringing back America is not going to do anything because there's weird time ghosts everywhere. And even if, like, <laughs> the BTs, is that what they're called? BTs, right? Yeah. Because there's... The British telecoms. Yes, the... the, the <laughs> Funny robot from Titanfall 2. The Battletoads. Uh, the Battletoads. <laughs> uh, call GameStop. Ask them if they've got any Death Stranding. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, and so there's Time Ghosts or something. Mads Mikkelsen is from the World War One, I, I think. Uh huh. Because because uh, World War One happens at some point in the trailer, or like World War One Ghosts, I think. Uh-huh. Um. He's, and, and then you run through them. Yeah, they don't seem to notice. But then shoot them. Oh, but some, but yeah, it cuts yeah. to a part where you're playing a what looks like a Metal Gear ass third person shooter segment with some like where, with some like Batman style punchy combat in there. Yeah, so um, there is fighting. There is fighting. There is shooting. I would say like ninety percent of the trailer is just like of the gameplay that they show is just walking around and exploring. He like pulls out like a like a Mount Everest style like one of those big like uh, metal ladders that extends that you use to like get up thing or or to to get across like bridges and stuff or to make a bridge. Uh, mm-hmm. He there's a lot of that. There's a lot of like him rappelling down, like pulling out, going into just inventory, pulling out like rappelling equipment and a lot of exp- like they're literally in the 
trailer, I think somebody says, like, the ho- this whole world is yours to explore or something like that. Like, it seems mm-hmm. like they're maybe putting more of a focus on the exploration thing and, like, guns and punchies are incidental. Or at least they're right, trying yeah, to... Right, yeah, because the whole original way. premise was, like, oh, all games are about sticks, but this is a game about ropes, right? Right. That, cause, so that's another th- huge thing in the in the trailers that it's constantly talking about how you need to like connect people and bridge the gap between people. Which brings me back to my original point about like Solar Jetman or whatever from Boktai, <laughs> um, which is that the, the the whole trailer is them talking about like you need to build a bridge between people. You need to bridge the gap between America and whatnot. And then the name of the main character it turns out is Sam Bridges. Mm-hmm. Sam, I, I I have I have all the the names of the characters in in the trailer. If you would like them, I would. Um, so Norman's character, yes, is Sam. Mads Mikkelsen is Cliff. Right. Giel- Guillermo del Toro, his name is Dead Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Die Hardman hero, yeah. Uh, Amelie, she's in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a crossover with Amelie. It's a the it's Amelie a crossover uh-huh. cinematic universe. Uh huh. And then also Troy Baker is in the game as seemingly just Troy Baker. Oh, really? Um, Did they not show yeah, like a, another name with him? He does not have a name. This That's my favorite part of the trailer. Okay, so at the end of all of this, like, wild, like, Hideo Kojima stuff that happens for about seven minutes, at the end, Troy Baker, as Troy Baker, gets out of the swamp thing, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of skull soldiers also come out of the swamp well, thing. Isn't that Matt I'm just going to send you this. In the, in the swamp? Oh, I thought it was Troy Baker. Troy Baker is talking, because you can tell it's Troy Baker because he's literally just do, using his revolver ocelot voice from Fa- Metal Gear Solid Fire. <laughs> yeah. He just straight up is like, lays on fonts, Terry Blaze. Like, <laughs> like, he's doing that exact voice at the end. And he's, like, talking about, because they talk about the other side, which I think might be, like, literal, like, literally... Hell. Hell. I think it's hell. Or, or yeah. yeah, the afterlife, and the, these are ghosts coming from there. And... He says, "I've got a, I've got a strong connection to the other side." And then Mads Mikkelsen, dressed in like military oh, gear, oh, it is Mads. You're yeah, right. He comes out of the swamp and then has a bunch of skeleton soldiers behind him. The coolest thing in the world, though, is that he pulls a cigarette out of his pocket, right. holds it in the air. The cigarette lights itself. He takes a puff, throws it into the swamp, and then sets himself and the skull men on fire. Right. That does happen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no! But I, I might have to put something else in contention for the coolest thing in the trailer, which is that there is a point where one of the Homo demons. Um, uh-huh. So is, is that like Homo sapiens, but like Homo demons? Yes. Uh, yes, uh, but also no. Like, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but there, there's when they introduce the Homo demons. Uh, the the leader of them is like a guy wearing like um like. Like stalker shadow of Chernobyl gear, like gas mask uh-huh. kind of looking shit, uh, and hoodie and whatnot. And he he's got like a his mask is like a golden metal skull face, mm-hmm. a skull face if you will. Um, <laughs> uh, and he takes off that mask, and underneath his golden skull mask is is another mask. Another mask. <laughs> it's a different good. mask. It's so good. Also, the the his like friends or like whatever his cronies they all look like the um the hazmat suit people from monsters inc like exactly the exact same they really do those those people look like yeah 
Like the hoods are are just as exaggerated and large, and they have the masks. It's the same. Can you uh, can you continue with the names though? Because uh, we need to get to the other to the lady names. Oh, the rest yeah, of the lady names. On. So there was Amelie, and wait, hold on. Oh wait, no, I think that was it. No, they no wait. There's a couple. There was more. There's three. Amelie. I can I can I can just bring them off the dome right now. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's like the the weird lady who can't be touched, uh, which they've talked about, or like when you try to touch her, like spikes come out of her, like that K drama, um, a knife <laughs> man or whatever it was called. Uh, she uh, is called Fragile, is her name. Oh no! Uh-huh. And and in the shot where they show her name, it blank per- actress is Fragile. Uh, she it's just a close up of her face and she's crying. Uh, mm-hmm. and then there's another picture of, like, what looks like the, what if the, um, that really shitty, uh, character that I talked about, about when we talked about Devil May Cry 5, that, like, uh, bad engineer lady who works for you, what if she was, like, and a scientist? Cindy? Yeah, knockoff Cindy. Like, what if she was, like, more of a scientist, and her name is Mama? Um, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because okay. mm-hmm. it, it's Hideo Kojima, and so you, you've got two naming conventions. You've got Noun Noun Man, and you've got <laughs> Stereotype About Women, The Woman. <laughs> Uh, in in all in one, so it's you know it's 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 Hideo Kojima, Kojima doubling down on his best and worst impulses. <laughs> Let us not forget the the uh, uh, woman, who, the mute woman who had to be naked to breathe, um, who, oh, who could who na- literally named Quiet. Quiet, yeah. Who even oh, in that geez. game? There's other. Mm, no, it's. I'm not going to relitigate quiet beef in 2019. <laughs> sorry, I, I got close, but I'm not going to. There's also Hartman mm. and uh, Higgs is Troy Baker's character's Higgs. name. Okay, he, that's the skull face guy. So did that? Uh, oh, so he's the bad guy. But he's the I homo demon. So. If Mads Mikkelsen isn't a homo demon, goddamn! Like, what are we even doing what here? The, what's the point? Yeah. Take it back. Also, I think Matt um, Nicholson is your dad. Yes, <laughs> because at the end, because at the end, he talks to you while you're in the baby jug. Right. It's in first um, person. You are you are seeing the outside world through the baby jug, and he is talking to you and like reading you a book or something. And he's like talking about how. Oh, he says he's the guy who says the whole world will be yours to explore, even the moon. Is like one yeah, of the last and then it the cuts trailer. to black. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take this baby to the moon. Uh huh. Can I point something out about mm-hmm. how Nicholas Reffin is in the uh, the game too? Right. Yes. Yeah, uh, I just saw a tweet from uh, at Bob Vids where uh, he points out that uh, because Nicholas Reffin is in it now, the game now includes all of his soul warriors. That's uh, the word. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where uh, he tweeted on July 24th. Um, and July 22nd of, like, 2014, which was before PT came out, uh, that he had, like, he uh, tweeted pictures of him with, like, all three of these guys, and then, um, which are Nicholas Rafa and Guillermo del Toro and Norman Reedus, and he says, I'm charged, and he calls them his soul warriors. (laughs) (laughs) And so the, the full trio of soul warriors is now... In Death Stranding. Right. Uh, Nicholas Rez- Reffin of Wisdom, Mads Mickelson of Power. Uh... <laughs> no, <laughs> he's not a soul warrior. Mads Mickelson isn't a soul warrior. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right. Uh, he's he's a... Zelda in this scenario, I think. Right. Okay. Yeah, because he is the one that uh, Hideo Kojima is like. He's Hideo Kojima's love interest, so mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. does make sense. Yeah. Uh, who's Nicholas Reffin? 
Uh, you know, he's in, um, I want to say, the uh, um, He's in Drive, apparently. Okay. I'm, I'm glad this is the response I'm getting, because I thought this was going to be one of those things where it's like, ah, there's this, uh, oh, it's this popular, insert popular singer here, and then it's just like, uh-huh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I was like, no, totally. No, he's a director, not an actor, so oh. he did, um... Did he do drive? Uh, so Beyond he Demon. Did drive. He did drive. Um, I've still not seen drive. Okay. Some other stuff. It's very good. <laughs> it's very good. It's very I good. I feel like I feel like if I went back and watched Drive now, that everybody has stolen the drive aesthetic for every like pixel art indie game from Devolver uh-huh. in the last ten years, that mm-hmm. it would maybe fall on deaf ears a little bit. But no one has nailed the jacket quite mm. as good the, the ja- uh, literally the jacket in hotline miami is pretty good Fuck. Shit. <laughs> that character is literally named jacket shit that's true oh, i think that's kind um, of the gist of it so do you understand death stranding now merit um less than i did 20 minutes ago <laughs> welcome perfect to- yeah, you now you have the experience everyone else had watching the trailer for the first time and watching perfect. every death standing at dread them bad 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 words bad brain mm-hmm. death stranding trailer uh because i feel yeah. like i know less about it every single time i see it every yeah exactly every yeah. single time yeah. one comes out i think i understand less and less about the video game that comes out this calendar year somehow. Oh, right. We forgot to mention this is also out on <laughs> November 8th, 2019. Which is wild to me. How? Right. I do not know. I, I don't know. I thought for sure this was going to be, like, the premiere cross-gen, like, okay, yeah. there will be a PlayStation yeah. 4 version, but it'll look better on your PlayStation 5, and yeah. Right. Uh, it's just so... they're Like... I don't know. I'd be shocked and appalled if it doesn't come to PlayStation 5 as, like, The Last of Us did uh, in other does, such games. But Do you think that means that The Last of Us is getting pushed? Because there's no oh. way Last of Us and Death Stranding come out this year. That wouldn't yeah. make any sense no, from Sony's be, perspective. That would be buck wild. So are they pushing Last of Us to be like the launch game for the PS5 and then this game is coming out well, there, for the PS4 as like the swan song? There is no release date for Last of Us Part Two, right? Yeah, it it just is huh. is coming out. So like that game, then as the cross platform, you put this disc inside of your PlayStation Five, and it will work. Right. But it will work better on your PlayStation Five mm. instead of Death Stranding being that game. It's either that or man. I mean, Sony doesn't really have a lot else scheduled, so I could no. see—I could see it being like a Q1 2020 game, uh, The Last of Us. I don't think Naughty Dog traditionally puts out games in spring. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't even thought about that because yeah, there's no way in hell that game comes out in the same like window as uh, La- Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Also, yeah, I think we're too far for a God of War. Right, we would need three years on that. Oh yeah, so that's not coming yeah. until twenty twenty one at the earliest. So like, I don't know what Sony launches a PlayStation Five oh. with, if it isn't. Well, I mean, Mac three, obviously. Right there is um, there, there is the you know the swan the the premier title. I will say actually, I was wrong about um, uh, Naughty Dog games. Naughty Dog games traditionally do come out in like summer. Actually, oh okay, uh, yeah. So NAC 3 and then Horizon Zero Dawn 2, basically, is what they're launching the PlayStation yeah. 5 with. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncharted 4, maybe not traditionally, but Uncharted 4 and Last of Us both came out in, uh, like, June and May. 
uh, respectively. Uh, mm-hmm. So, and then October, then the earlier Uncharted games on PS3 were uh, were, were uh, November time frames. But if if uh, Naughty Dog has moved to that kind of a schedule, I could totally see that being a early 2020 or or Q2 2020 game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, also, I can still one thousand percent envision a world where Death Stranding just gets pushed, like, like in two months yeah. or whatever. We hear about how it's been pushed to <laughs> January or something. Mm-hmm. Could you even makes a new friend, a new actor friend? And he's like, listen, I, listen, I got a project just with your name on it. Your name's not in it or on it yet. But give me three to six months and you will be in this video game. Uh You will be an integral part of this story. We're going to re-record all of... uh, Norman Reedus gets a new tattoo and they have to reshoot all of his scenes. Hideo Kojima puts a new character in the game. Oh, boy. (sighs) That... Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that there's much else to say about the game from that trailer other than that. Like, it's... I mean, there were no overt Boktai references, so maybe no. Master Otenko is going to be like a like a maybe like you get a solar gun at some point at the end of the game. I don't know, right. but we're all, I know I know everybody is waiting with bated breath. Well, um, well you to know, hear about that. The, the so the pre order bonuses besides the baby, the the live baby, uh, you get <laughs> you get mm-hmm. gold cosmetics for for Norman Reedus, uh, and you know gold is very reflective. So, right. uh, you know, there's maybe, you know, it's a, it's a clue is what I'm saying. I'm saying that the uh, Hideo Kojima left us the clues all along. And we, yeah, and we need to just, Mr. Mr. Policeman, yeah, we, we left you all of the clues. <laughs> we could have saved Norman all along. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I do appreciate, like, every media event where Norman Reedus is involved with this. He's just like, I don't fucking understand any of it either. <laughs> Uh, but I'm having a great time. But I'm it really seems just... like it seems like Norman's having a great time with his bud. Yeah, totally. It's just like I barely have to like work like, <laughs> for for like eight years or something like that. Like I just do this thing. I show up and they they let me do this for a little while, uh, and I can just take a break from like the rigors of Hollywood for a little bit. Sure. Um. So yeah, uh, Death Stranding. Catch it in, in November. Uh, anything else? Uh. I got some other news details here. Did anybody want to talk about any games that they played, though, first, before we get deeper into this? Yeah. Uh, I've been playing video games. Yeah? Yeah. Merritt, what have you been playing? What video games have you been playing? Well, I will say that I haven't been playing Destiny 2, mostly because I'm just waiting for Season 7, which is like a week away and I'm realizing now that I think it starts the week that I'm in LA. Oh no. Um, oh no. Like, <laughs> oh Merritt, no. Play. They're going to be so behind the good stuff until later, I think. Right. Um, let me actually There's just a PS4 see. in the office. You can just post up. Let me just oh, see yeah. when Season of Opulence comes out. Build like a pillow it looks fort. looks pretty cool. It does, but then you you mentioned actually this kind of like encroaches on some newsy territory too. You'd mentioned that a lot of the coolest stuff doesn't come out from the first day or whatever. Yeah, no, and there's like a roadmap, and it's yeah. That that like that new mode that was like super, seemed super exciting for like five minutes, and then it turns out that there's no matchmaking for it. Oh again. yeah, so yeah, it's um okay. So even though I haven't been playing Destiny, I'm gonna talk about it because this is so frustrating. Um, so yeah, Season of Opulence is I think next week. And the one of the main things that they're adding is a new mode called Menagerie, which is like 
you go into Emperor Callus's ship and like fight a bunch of monsters and it's a six person match made event, which is like, whoa, great. There are no six person match made events in Destiny. Like raids, and they, you have to form your own team. And they tout it. Like in the, in the trailer, yeah. they're like, it's a match made thing. It's a we match heard made you. Event. Uh, so here's the thing the normal version is match made, the heroic version, the existence of which immediately renders the normal version completely <laughs> pointless, <laughs> is not. So, great. like, why <laughs> like why i don't know and here's the thing you were saying like you've been playing a lot of ff14 and like mm-hmm. raids in that are match made and people can handle it and the raids in that are like significantly more complicated than just like shooting a bunch of monsters right or or like in in destiny like in so- sometimes you would like okay two people have to stand in here one person has to stand on these two plates at the same time and don't yeah. die but like right. not don't die isn't something that you need like voice communication for <laughs> Right, yeah. I don't know. Just like a lot of companies fucking up multiplayer this week. Because like also oh Nintendo, oh, Nintendo announced that Super Mario Maker 2 won't have the ability to play with your friends online, which is completely bonkers. That's like, So wh- their reasoning was that there's going to be leaderboards and that playing with your friends would give you an unfair advantage. So... I th- that doesn't make sense on like six different levels. First of yeah. all, like, okay, so we just have to like work together with a rando to complete, like, I don't know if you've seen some of those Mario maker levels, but like mm-hmm. they're <laughs> just completely like incomprehensible. And intentionally the idea that, so. intentionally. Yeah. They're supposed to be hard and like push the limits of like what a platformer level can be. And it, the idea of like having to do that with a stranger is like, really off-putting and also like just add the ability to play with your friends but like don't count it as ranked or just have a separate leaderboard like or what put is a, the put goddamn asterisk matter next with to you oh yeah my God. who is like oh i can't wait to play mario online with strangers who i won't speak to if you're like you could play mario co-op with your friends online that would be like a day one purchase for me yeah like i have no intention of using any of the tools really because like i'm not that great mm-hmm. with those things but like I mean, and, and I'll probably get it eventually. And, like, I have some people, like, I have, you know, my roommates and, like, some friends who I would play it with. But, like, I have friends across the country who have Switches. And, like, this would be such a fun game to play with them. But, mm-hmm. no, because it's Nintendo. And it's 2019. And there's still a guy whose job it is to just, like, add one thing that ruins <laughs> something. It was, like, like his every- last... It was the yeah. last move of Reggie Fizame before he left. He's just like, and no match or no multiplayer <laughs> with your friends. No, I really just feel like there's some guy whose job it is is to be like, how like, do I fuck add this up? one thing, <laughs> like just to keep them humble. Like, and, oh god, yeah. Here's my thing about it too. Like, and maybe maybe I'm completely off base about this thing, but like, I know, and this is not to shit on people who care about things like competitive leaderboards and stuff like that, but like. It's in 2019, which seems like the more popular feature that more people will care about. Is it leaderboards for your Mario level, or is it the ability to play online with your friends? Like, right. Yeah. And, like, the community that's, like, actually really into the competitive side of the stuff is going to just be doing it, like, at, like, speedrunning events and stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just, like, makes no sense to me. Um, maybe they'll eventually realized that this was a terrible idea and just like add the ability to do it. Right. But wowzers. Um, so yeah, that and destiny Two were like pretty big bummers, but um, 
But Season of Opulence, other than that, does look pretty cool. Yep, right on day one. uh, A lot of gold armor, just like Norman Reedus. The new new gun, the rose, right? The new gun looks really cool. It's like the the thorn, but like good. But like inverted? It's like, (laughs) yeah, it's rose and thorn. It's rose, right? Yeah. Um, It's really pretty. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm sure that'll be fun for everyone. And also they're nerfing some of the most powerful guns in crucible and i'm just going to be laughing so hard Um, (laughs) (laughs) but have not been playing destiny what i have been playing i got really into and i'm not actually sure how it's pronounced is it p-cross or pie-cross i've always said pick-cross like very soft so neither so you're saying i'm a dumbass (laughs) right so you're Uh, saying i'm an idiot Right. I wanted to wait until we were on the podcast and I could do okay. this publicly, Mary. Yeah. On blast. Okay. I, I see what you're saying. Um, so whatever you call it, the thing where you make the pictures out of the grid, you had been telling me for like months that Picross was like one of the best games on the Switch. And the other day I was like, yeah, I feel like I haven't really been like playing my Switch lately. So I'll pick something up on the eShop. And I was like, oh, maybe Picross. Yeah, let's try that. And, like, within, like, half an hour, I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the most engrossing thing in the world. And, like, for people who haven't tried it, I don't know. The best way to describe it, it's kind of like Sudoku. Right. Except you're basically given indications as to, like, how many, like, as to a pattern of filled-in squares on a grid. And you have to use that information to build out the picture. And when you're done, it, like, turns it into, like, a little colorized piece of pixel art. And, um... There's all these different, like, heuristics and rules that you, like, your brain develops to, like, fill things in based on certain Mm -hmm. information. And, like, you get into a space really quickly, or at least I did, where, like, you're just, like, bam, 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 bam. And, like, like for train rides and, like, before bed, it's, like, so good. Um, And, yeah, so I think that's, like, my fucking game of the, the month, at least. But I, and the thing is, there are, like, three... Uh-huh. Uh, Picross games on the Switch. I think the third one just came out pretty recently. Yep, I've been playing it too. <laughs> so I've only been playing the first one, and the first one just has like normal Picross, and then it has something <sighs> called like Mega Picross, which is I haven't gotten into yet. Um, it adds like some complexity. I think the third one has color. Yes. Yep. It has yeah. multiple colors, which for people who don't know, don't know the the at least the Picross and Picross S on Switch, uh, which I don't think Picross. I, I think Picross is like a generic term where nobody owns the actual rights to it, or I can't quite remember how that works out or if Nintendo owns it. But uh, so there's lots of games. There are lots and lots of Picross games developed by different companies, um, like going back to all the way to like Mario Picross on like the original Game Boy uh, right, or yeah. Mar- Mario's Picross. And typically the, 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 the S games on which are the one like they developed by Jupiter, I think is the name of the studio uh, for, for switch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just like a whiteboard, like a white grid. And then you put in black, the, the, all the dots are black. And when you fill out the image, uh, the silhouette of the image color, like explodes into the, into the image and creates like a, Oh, it's like a little picture of a teapot or a bird or a crayon or something. And in, yeah, in one, they added Mega Picross, which honestly I thought was kind of disappointing. It's it's kind of like it because it, it reuses all the same art, like it uses it reuses oh, a lot okay. of the same like images, and you just get arriving to those images in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then two added uh, Clip Picross, which is like 
you're unlocking new puzzles that are all various shapes and sizes over the course of the main campaign campaign i guess is the, maybe the weird way to put it <laughs> of puzzles there's uh, a and- df story element <laughs> yeah the lore uh so uh once you unlock the silhouette of uh die hard man you'll understand the, the <laughs> ropes that bind us together um uh, but but well, yeah, you, these and then these these clip Picross puzzles are like you'll you'll fill out the silhouette, but the silhouette will just be a gobbledygook, could be uh, garbage that doesn't look like anything. But what you find out is that each of the puzzles is itself a piece of a greater puzzle. So when you c- complete every single clip Picross puzzle, it creates one giant mega pixel art image. Um, oh. and it's like putting together like a jigsaw puzzle, but you play Picross to do it. And then the third one has that and Mega Picross and Color Picross, where it's like you are, instead of just going black and white, you have to take into account, like, all right, in this line on the grid, there will be um, two dots, I guess, like two squares that are blue, and there will be three squares that are orange. And you have to find the right ones and put them together in in the normal rules of Picross, which the first Picross game I ever actually played was... Picross 3D for the uh, DS, the original DS, and Picross 3D Round 2, which I actually vastly prefer to regular Picross, but I don't think we're going to get anytime soon because it kind of needs a stylus, uh, and there's no stylus on the Switch, and I'm very, very upset about this. But uh, <laughs> Picross 3D is like, it gives you like a big cube, and you're rotating it and stuff, and like pecking away at it with like a oh chisel. Oh my god. And creating sculptures instead of just 2D pixel art images. You're, you're building sculptures over time and whatnot. Oh, I remember that seeing rules. that. Yeah. Oh, I, it's so it came good. out like 10 years ago and I never right. played it, but it looks really cool. And that that originally, uh, the, uh, the again, those were the first Picross games I ever played. Um, I think I played round two first and then went back to round one. Uh, those start with uh, blue and orange. You, you you had two colors right off the bat. So, like, now that uh, Picross S3 is going back to those, like, for me, those roots, I'm very excited because <laughs> it's just like, all right, one step closer to Picross 3D round three, baby. Like, let's do it. <laughs> like, I don't I don't care. Ba- force me to buy an Apple pen and use it on my Switch. I don't, like, <laughs> tell me this only works with a stylus. I'll, I'll fucking do it. I'll, 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 I'll do whatever, it. Nintendo. Right. If Or or if Mario Maker, if the rumor about Mario Maker 2 coming with a stylus is true, or whatever that, however that is working out, or if it's like the special edition comes with a stylus or something, uh, and then they say, like, okay, this comes with Picross, or, or whatever, like, whatever I gotta do. Whatever I gotta do. Wait, I don't care about the matchmaking. Wait, there's a Kimono Friends Picross game? Oh, there's a there's honestly if Picross at this point is very much like um, just anime and manga. If there is a yeah. thing, there is a Picross game of it. I I've never seen Kimono Friends, but like I know that they're just like little animal people mm-hmm. with source um, filmmaker art. Yeah, <laughs> but like my friends really love it, and it looks really cute. Oh my god, uh, Picross. So yeah, yeah. I've, Konami um, just put out like a Picross game that is just like a free Picross game for phones where it's just a bunch oh, yeah. of like classic Konami characters. I ne- yeah. still need to play it. A uh, friend of the site, Jordan Mallory, friend of the site by which I mean like person who works for the site, Jordan Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, also, I don't. He doesn't really have a title though, so I don't know what to call him. He's uh, a writer. Fr- He's a contributor. Writer. Contributor. There you go. Uh, has been playing that, that Konami one, and I need to get on that. I need to jump on that. I'm, I don't really know about Konami stuff, but I'm running out of Picross S3 puzzles right now, and I just need something. I need to fill that gap. Because once, because you're going to... Well, you might not discover it for a while, Merit, because you have two more S games to uh, pick up, but like once you complete every single puzzle in one of these Picross games, it's like a piece of your body has been taken away from you. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. At least it is for me. It's it's like, well, what do I do with my time now? <laughs> like, this yeah. is this was all I did. Oh, uh, I love I love Picross. Well, the other thing I'm doing with my time that I picked up is um, actually both of these games were on uh, the advice of both of you. Uh, so, mm. Stephen, you recommended Picross, and Nikki, you recommended Moonlighter, which yeah. I started playing yesterday. And I will say that I'm having a little bit of a tough time getting into it um, for a few reasons. I think the first one is that I think I've been spoiled for roguelike top-down games by Gungeon, by Enter the Gungeon, Mm. which is like so precise and like feels so fluid. Um, And it's taking me a while to get used to the fact that Moonlighter is effectively like it's more like Link to the Past where like you can move in any direction kind of, but you can really only attack in like four. Yeah. Um, and also enemies do contact damage and like it's in many ways seems like an older game in that respect. Um, the other part is I haven't decided yet whether it's actually charming and enjoyable or whether it just has a really manipulative loop. Um, right. And, I think, <laughs> I think right now it's like 50, 50 and um I guess I like I'm gonna keep at it because I feel like it'll probably open up um, and it's one of those things where things will start accelerating and like this upgrade will lead to this one but at the same time my brain is like wait do I enjoy this or is it just like numbers going up in this way that I like I think that's exactly why I like it okay is because it is so it is it is so very much numbers going up like I because I had no absolutely no idea what this video game was. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I bought it. So then when I got, like, I finished that first dungeon and then they send you back to the store and then they're like, all right, so now you got to put the stuff you just got on the table and then a bunch of people are going to come buy the stuff. I was like, what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I could- <laughs> Yeah, I guess we should step back and say Moonlighter is like a game about um, running a, a store, like an RPG store, while mm-hmm. also going into a dungeon to get the stuff that you sell in your store. Yeah. It's, that's it. That's the whole loop. You're like, that's the whole loop. You're, you're both playing the like RPG protagonist and the shopkeeper who sells to the RPG protagonist. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's basically a matter of like, okay. I mean, it's basically like, I don't know, like mercantile capitalism, the game, right? <laughs> because you're like, okay, uh-huh. I got to like, reinvest my profits into like my equipment so I can get better stuff so I can go deeper in the dungeon so I can get better items so I can sell them so I can expand my shop and like that's what most games are (laughs) but like Mm -hmm. um it's pretty uh pretty naked about that the art style is pretty charming yeah I think it looks good it's like a 2D Um, um, it's like post SNES looking maybe 32-bit kind of thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I I for the record played like 20 minutes of this on my plane ride to GDC and put it down. <laughs> I haven't touched it since because, like, okay, I yeah, uh, I, I think I ran up to the part that you were talking about at the beginning of this merit with the like uh, the combat feeling like linked to the past, very simplistic and maybe not super smooth or, or tight. And like that immediately just put me off of it. I just, yeah, been able to I can get totally see that. Um, I'm gonna give it some more time because, like, I got a bow which is really nice because i don't have to get up in people's faces and like mm-hmm. i've been upgrading it so it is like kind of cool like how you can sort of start to like expand out to different weapons and things um and i, I kind of want to see where it goes um 
because there's like a bunch of dungeons and I'm still in the first one. So I'm going to keep at it and, um, and see how it goes. But Nikki, have you like finished it? No. So I, I think there is a like story end. I presume that like once you like get through that last dungeon. Yeah. Um, I think the story ends, but I think you can keep going forever. But I have also kind of fallen off of it, but that's because I wasn't here for a minute and like didn't, have my switch with me in a way that I could reasonably charge it and keep it alive. So I haven't played it in a minute, but I was intending to hop back in um, sometime this week. And there's like a new, I think I just got an email about it today. If it's, I don't know if it's out now or if it's coming out soon, but there's like a free expansion coming to it. I think Uh, that I, again, I I kind of like (laughs) saw the words moonlighter was like, or the word moonlighter was like, Oh, okay. Uh, and then didn't pay much attention to it, so I don't know exactly what that is or when that's coming up. Moonlighter celebrates uh, first anniversary with a Between Dimensions DLC is what it's called, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which I guess it's not out yet, but it's coming out at some point. So maybe that will uh, be enough to... Maybe that'll do some stuff to do some work to kind of make the uh, combat feel a little bit more interesting and like the moment-to-moment of the game uh, beyond just the loop. Yeah. Feel a bit better. I don't know. Uh, Nikki, have you been playing anything else? Um... A lot of Rocket League. I touched, um, I played a little bit of, I'm trying to get my, my teen sister into, like, Pokemon. Um, especially, like, I don't know if y'all, like, watched that bizarre Pokemon press conference last night. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that at all. Right, like, Pokemon Sleep Um, or whatever, or Wake uh, Up Club. Pokemon (laughs) Sleep. Pokemon sleep y'all it's okay so very quickly the the thing with my sister I've been just basically just been trying to get her into playing Pokemon let's go because I think that's a very good like onboarding game uh-huh. um and it's like it's the game that I wish I had when I was starting playing Pokemon mm-hmm. because like to like immediately be thrown into um Pokemon Ruby which is my first one like there are parts of that game that are inscrutable <laughs> if you're a, like a child um I love the, so like playing I love remembering that you were a child when Pokemon Ruby came out and not when <laughs> Pokemon Red and Blue came out <laughs> uh. Yeah like I I my parents like got me Pokemon Crystal when that came out on the Game Boy Color and then I was like, oh, hell yeah, I get I have Pikachus on my TV and in my hands. It's lit. And then I couldn't figure it out because I was too, ch- too too much of a child. And then Pokemon Ruby was the one where it was like, all right, here we go. Anyway, um, the Pokemon company, no one has told them no. So they've decided <laughs> to make a sleep tracker called the Pokemon Go Plus Plus is my understanding. That's not and real. You- That's. <laughs> you're making a, you're making a joke. Nope. It's double plus. Nope. I think it's Good. called the Pokemon Go Plus mm-hmm. Plus sign. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Which is which is a thing that you connect to your mobile device uh, for a video game called Pokemon Sleep. Um, so in the daytime, you use it to catch Pokemon in Pokemon Go, and then when you get home and get tired, you attach it to your pillow and then send Professor Oak or whoever. Your sleep habits. Which, by the way, I'm pretty sure that I've read that, like, those apps that, like, that use your phone for the same kind of thing are totally bullshit. Like, yeah, the whole 100%. idea of, like, tracking how much you're asleep through, like, vibrations does not actually. Oh, 
it's not I didn't a know thing. this is a it's thing until real. just now, but I can tell you right now that that <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> Oh boy. Um so yeah, they announced that. They also announced Pokemon, which is like this is like legitimately interesting to me. They've announced Pokemon Home, um, which is the next version basically of Pokemon Bank, which is the thing that lets you upload Pokemon to it, and then your Pokemon live there and then can be moved to other Pokemon games. So it initially existed on the 3DS um, and allowed you to move Pokemon from the DS game. So Diamond Pearl, Black White, Black White Two. Um, that Heart, Soul, Soul, Silver, all those games, they allowed you to move them into the 3DS game, so X and Y and Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Um, and now you can upload all of those Pokemon and the Pokemon that you catch in Pokemon Go to Sword and Shield when that comes out later this year. Um, and I think that, the, like, this is slightly tangential from that, but I just, like, I this Pokemon Bank thing, I definitely think, like, this is a thing where you... In very roundabout way, I think there was like a Kotaku article about it like two years ago or something, where you in incredibly roundabout and complex ways, it, it, it takes like 392 hours or something, but you can theoretically move characters from your Game Boy, like original-ass Game Boy, to the Switch at this point. Like Wait, you how? I think I think the actual start is from the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, so you, in you theory can't you can move the Pokemon Gen 2, 3 barrier, from, as far as I know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, from from like Pokemon uh, like Fire Red Leaf Green. If you take that as like the the Game Boy Advance canonical like quote unquote beginning of Pokemon, like because that's the first game on the Game Boy Advance that has Kanto in it, yeah. then you can move Pokemon from from then forward but like yeah gen one and gen two original like on the game boy are like lost in time I, but now there was but no now way gen to move one and gen forward. two are on the 3ds right like, that's right. that's what i was gonna say is that maybe i was thinking of that because they did put they did put out gen one and gen two like mm-hmm. just for 10 bucks or something on 3ds a while ago yes and those can those connect can do you know yeah those yeah, those, those can talk can. to that's the why bank. they wow. brought them out i think or not why but yeah yeah that's that's buck wild it's to me, wild. I guess. Like that's wild that they would go back and do the work of like making it so that you can like, I guess, connect to the internet to get to yeah. those old games. Yeah, because I think so... you can put them on bank, right? That's how it works. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, the process is so busted. Basically, <laughs> to get the get <laughs> to get the Pokemon off of the Game Boy Advance versions of the game, you have to have a um, you have to have a DS game that has Pal Park. Which basically allows you to move six Pokemon over at a time. Oh, right. <laughs> into the so you have to beat you have to beat the entirety of the campaign of whatever DS game it is, and then the campaign of that Game Boy Advance game. Put the Game Boy Advance game into the <sighs> DS, and then you can only catch six Pokemon at a time in this like busted version that. of the Safari yeah, Zone. Basically, that. <sighs> this is so elaborate, uh, and then you can hell. you could move those Pokemon. You're yeah, describing yeah. Super hell. Wild. But now uh-huh. you can just, um, yeah, now you can just, like, put them, there's, like, an app that you use called the Poké yeah. Transporter, and um, you just send them from red, blue, and yellow, and then, they, but you can only send them to sun and moon, and I think ultra sun and moon, maybe? Yeah. Um, like, you can't go in between any of those. Hmm. You can't you send, can't send them in between or back. Yeah, well, I was gonna yeah. say that's another. They can't thing go with back the... because they get like extra stats and then yeah, because oh, yeah. 
Pokemon didn't have special defense uh, and attack originally. Oh. Or abilities, or a bunch of moves, or EVs, or all these other things. And that's the thing with, like, Let's Go and... To bring it back to Let's Go, I guess. Uh, let's Go and go right like you can move go characters to let's go but you can't put anything you catch in let's go back into go right i right yeah because there's like more data in uh in let's go yeah in let in regular ass pokemon go it's just a number yeah like it like all the stats are like are compressed into the captor like the cp which i guess i don't know what it stands for and then when it gets put into let's go it breaks it all out so it still has the cp but then it is broken out into attack defense special attack all that stuff like randomly select that when you transfer or something do you think or i think so i think it there must there's there's almost bulbapedia almost definitely has a graph of some (laughs) sort right you know what also i'm sure maybe this is what you're talking about with the kotaku thing but like I'm sure there is a way to like get your Gen One cartridge Pokemon onto your computer, oh. and then back onto like a like you could probably go Gen One computer, um, or like Gen Two computer, Gen Three, and then take it from there. But I guess that wouldn't technically be like legitimate. But Right, you can almost not. definitely do it. It's just like yeah. hacking. You can also, you can also, re- yeah, you can rebuild. I may or may not have done this. You can rebuild, <laughs> um, like because I lost a DS that had a, that I had like so I had done all of this like conversion stuff oh. up until um, like whatever the last. So I guess Pokemon Platinum. So I had all of my Pokemon from Ruby. Sapphire, like all of those Game Boy Advance games and all of the Gen 5 games, um, I had moved all of them up and then I lost that DS no. and those cartridges. Oh no. <laughs> so then at some point in at the end of like high school, I basically rebuilt all of my Pokemon and then put them onto a cartridge and then moved those back. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's possible. Hmm. You can wow. do it. So you're a hacker. Poke hacker. No. Listen, <laughs> I did what needed to be done. <laughs> it's, it sounds to me like you would be way into Digimon, actually, because it sounds to me like you're very computer savvy. Uh, uh-huh. I love to hack. Uh-huh. Dot hack? Oh, yeah. So that's a different uh, <laughs> Japanese RPG. <sighs> um, man, remember that series of Digimon called Digimon Tamers, where the kid didn't have a Digimon for some reason, so he drew a Digimon on his notebook paper and then found a Digivice and then scanned oh. that piece of paper in. And then he got his own Digimon, and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, and is definitely real. So I tried to do that a bunch, and it Aww. didn't work. There was a, I think there was, like, a Tamagotchi-style, like, Digimon watch device thing. Where it yes, was, yeah, I bought one of those. Were. Yes, okay. and then I bought one of those and was like, all right, here we go. I'm going to get my own Digimon. And then it never worked for some reason. You made them I, yeah, fight was... because they would connect to each other. I was going to say, wasn't there, wasn't maybe maybe i'm completely off base here but wasn't there like a version of that eventually where it's like okay draw your own digimon on this like graph paper to create like a pixel art thing and then we'll take a picture of it and like we'll scan that information there's no way they had that technology in the 90s what am i talking about this cannot i do remember when i was a kid like looking up how to like fucking hack your well not actually hack but like how to take apart your like nanopad or or tamagotchi and then like replace the back screen to like give it different art and stuff oh my Um, god yeah i don't think i ever actually did it but like i was very into the fucking like tamagotchi modding scene when i was like 
12. That sounds like actually the most merit thing I've heard from you in a minute. <laughs> yeah, so. the Tamagotchi modding scene for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that that all one hundred percent lines up. I I can see the trajectory. I, I can see the trajectory from Tamagotchi modding scene to uh, I play Pokemon Showdown every night before bed. <laughs> listen, listen. Because uh, I want I want Pokemon, but I just want the math part. I don't want the grind, the like the I fun, just, charming RPG. I don't want friendship. I just want random Pokemon <laughs> that I that are generated for me to battle, and then when I when the match ends, they die. So that you're the fucking you're the fucking Perfect. Pikachu from that Ego Raptor cartoon. The the like uh, all you feed me is puffins. Like, the, <laughs> oh, it's like you want me to lose? Oh boy! But I love you, Pikachu. Anyway, I sent y'all in the Discord a gift y'all can get me if you want. I saw okay. that. Um, it's, a, it's a rare Bandai Digimon Trainer Digivice D Power D Arc V Two Clear Green Two Thousand and One Labramon. That's eighty dollars. That's eighty that's... American. No, that's more than that because with sh- with shipping, it's more like eighty five American dollars. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That is that is that. I don't know if uh, eBay adds tax either. <laughs> also, is Labramon just like a Labrador Pokemon or Digimon? Labramon. Is that what that is? Labramon is a beast Digimon whose name and design are derived from the Labrador Retriever dog breed. It has an appearance like a real dog. Period. I watched. That I watched. Sucks. A, I, hate I watched. It. It's really bad. <laughs> I watched a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Digimon when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but I was definitely too dumb to pick up on something like that, even. Uh, and this is the Can first I... <laughs> time I've picked, I've done this. Mm. Can I tell you what Labramon Digivolves into? Yeah, I was about to send that image right uh, now into the Labr- Labr- Well, actually, the most interesting thing is, I'll explain it in a sec, but Labramon evolves into something called Cesarmon, which is like a fucked up unicorn dog with like a bunch of seashells on its head in like mm-hmm. a lion's mane configuration. And then it turns into Katuramon, which is kind of like a, a Chinese dragon robot. Um, mm-hmm. But... If you go back on the evolutionary chain from Labramon to Xiaomon, uh, it first first it turns into a pillow, <laughs> then it turns into a sheep with a jetpack, <laughs> then it turns into a centaur sheep with a crossbow. Digimon is good. Is at Digimon is like actually dope. like the best. Yeah, I mean, it uh, is. I love. I I genuinely love. I'm I'm interested in maybe going back to some of that stuff because my understanding is that a lot of those Digimon games are still actually awesome. Like some of the new ones, even that they they did that whole TV series where it was like, hey, it's the kids from Digimon, but they're like all grown up and like salary men now, and they have to save the world again. There was that mm-hmm. like very recent uh, series, and like there was a new movie and stuff. And, like Digimon seems like it's maybe maybe still cool. I don't know. Also, I do want to say that I might have just made those things up, um, because they were on DeviantArt. Okay. So okay. okay. So that's... I don't know if they were real or if someone's like fanfic. I think they're real. The art looks I think like that, Digimon. I art. think that is real. The however, the pillow sounds if, real. The pillow. The pillow is all of that is real. Then when it evolves into Sarubamon, that actually can be three different Pokemon, oh. one of which is Doggymon, which I have sent in the Discord. It's an Eevee situation. Um, yeah, it's a real it's a real <laughs> Eevee situation. <laughs> it's, I'm looking at Doggymon, and that's just Flareon. That's just a Flareon. <laughs> anyway, Doggymon <laughs> Doggy turns into a Cerberusmon. Oh, okay. What is this? This is not... <laughs> Oh my god! 
Because its body is very soft and strong and can expand and contract like rubber, comma, it completely absorbs every, and that's it. They, it cuts, the description in Discord cuts off there, and I'm not clicking to find out what it absorbs. Um... Uh, I don't, I I like, don't want to know what Dagimon is. I like when Digimon go from like being like like a rabbit with no limbs to like like a robot dog and then mm-hmm. they just turn into like like Jesus, just like a, a Jesus yeah. or like an angel Angelmon with just, and like, Angelwoman. Huge tits. Like that's like oh this is me now. I'm a, I used to be a cactus and now I'm like a hot lady. That's the so. thing about that's the thing about Digimon. That's why it's like it's it's you know how people talk about Harry Potter and it's like oh the books age with the readers. It's like so book one <laughs> oh is God. like when you're when you're like a, a child and you're like oh this mm-hmm. is great and then by the time book seven comes around you're like well I'm twenty now and I need to I need Harry Potter to fuck and kill. Um, <laughs> Digimon just has that built in from the get go. It's like the from early the evolutions are all like I'm a dollop of like strawberry ice cream and then like again it's just like oh uh, yeah big titty. A uh, woman with a laser arm, like it's but just Samus the, with the her boobs fully thing out. About, about the Digimon community is, like, the developers were like, "Look, look at these just like adult humans for you <laughs> that you can fantasize about." The community was like, "Yeah, nah. but this one's kind of like a fox," <laughs> and I think that one like definitely fucks. So like, we're just gonna fill the internet with that if that's okay with you. Um, and I wonder if they knew when they invented Renamon, like, this is the one. It's not Angel Woman. It's not Angel Man. It's this one. That is, right. like... Hit me. Is Renamon the yellow one? Yeah, from, of course oh, yeah, it's it the is from Digimon one. Tamers. Platinum. Man, Renamon rules. Man. <sighs> Digimon, I like, yeah. I like this oh, one, yeah. which is, like, they kind of split the difference between um, Weird Blob <laughs> and, like, uh, Angel. It's called Platinum Numemon. Uh-huh. It's just like a slime with googly eyes, but then it has like oh. really majestic wings. Man, why did you link me to the Renamon? I know what Renamon looks like. It's burning. I needed to know what Renamon looks like. I hadn't seen Renamon in probably sixteen fucking years. I needed. Can to I point out something really funny about the Renamon article? And I've been noticing this more and more on fandom wikis. Is that there's a video at the top uh-huh. of the uh, at the top of the article with a little boxed warning below it. Okay, says, always a good start. That says, the above <laughs> video was added by fandom staff, not the editors of the site, and is not endorsed by this community or by Bandai itself. Its content may not accurately represent the article and should not be interpreted as factual. If you would like to request changes to the video, please leave a description on this article's talk page. So there's like internecine conflict between <laughs> fandom and like the wikis that they are hosting at this point. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, there's a video saying like, Redmon is like a big fox Pokemon and it's like never fucked ever. That's for sure <laughs> one thing about it that we know. And the community is like, this isn't factual. You Redmon. don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. <laughs> Actually, they- let's see what's up on the talk page for Renamon. I-, I-, I will say, I- before... While you're while you're getting that ready, I will say there is something like <laughs> we're dunking. Okay, okay. okay. Let's well, let's get to your thing first. Let's okay. get to whatever. The whatever. very first thing, untitled comment. Is it worth noting on this page that Renamon herself makes up the majority of Digimon related hentai? <laughs> <laughs> and um, someone replied to say, "Well." You're going to have to count and organize the characters featured in every single piece of Digimon hentai ever created to show that it is true. 
Find a reliable and prominent source which makes the same claim to show that it is notable. Find a way to phrase it that it conforms to the maturity rating of the series, which I believe is Y10. Four, ask yourself if such information is really of any worth to anyone or is just wasting time. Damn. Laid out the scientific method and then finished by dunking on your wasting time. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he just, someone, I, I assume, um, replied, you don't have to be such a jerk about it. You could have just said no. <laughs> and then another user just jumped in to, to add, sorry about that. Crichton's a bit terse about stuff like this. But in the future, please remember exactly what age bracket the series was meant for when including information. I think a wiki more focused on the fandom aspect of the series would appreciate your edits more. Wow. So, like, not one hosted on fandom. I wish I was known within the Digimon wiki community enough that someone else had to come in and be like, listen, (laughs) (laughs) Nikki's a dick sometimes. (laughs) But this is why 10, so I'm going to say he's Yeah, exactly. (laughs) God, I'm sorry. No... Very so that the, you don't have to be sorry because a I think that like this is fascinating unto itself. B I there is definitely something like uh, for as much dunking as we do on this sort of thing, there is definitely absolutely and, and this has probably been written about somewhere else, but like there is absolutely like an element to this where it's like oh a bunch of like children's uh, media and animation and stuff definitely like stands the test of the time because of like elements and and I feel like the ones that like do stand the test of time like your Pokemon's and even to a certain lesser degree, Digimon and whatnot, there is, like, an element to it of, like, oh, like, transformation and, like, controlling your own body and and stuff like that that is probably, like, psychically, like, psychologically appealing to people over time Well, I mean, if we're going to get into that, then, I like, cartoons from, like, the fucking 1700s where you've got, like, industry barons tying people to railroad tracks. I mean, cartoons has always been that, right? Right. Um, and each generation just like grows up and then makes Utopia or whatever. So, <laughs> so but, that's uh, how it, how it works. Wait, what's hold on? Wait, wait, wait. What's wrong with uh, what can be mystery, mis, misconstrued about Zootopia? Oh, the sloths they work at the DMV. Yeah, that's, uh, that's funny hilarious and this, cute. They're just funny animals. Listen, they're just funny. Judy animals. Hopper did not get an abortion. The the problem with Zootopia is not that it's horny. The problem with Zootopia is that it's about cops. We all know this. Agreed. Like, this is a hundred percent, a hundred percent. That is. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, they're also releasing a Pokemon game called Pokemon Masters, where you fight um, all <laughs> of the other all Pokemon friends. <laughs> it's almost certainly a gotcha, right? Oh, I think shit, so. You're probably it's right. gotta be. I it's just want to battle outside Red with who? With Red. We've oh Red. Got a yeah, cool he's hat. so oh fun. He never talks. No, yeah, we've reached. We've officially the reached, perfect man. We've reached that level of of Pokemon fandom now, where like, yeah, speaking of like of like children's stuff and like growing up with them and whatnot, like we've reached the part where because what are gotcha games? Gotcha games are fucking slot machines where you put in to get a sexy pic- JPEG. So like, this right. is definitely yeah. the air. We've we've reached the point now where the Pokemon fandom has grown to an age where it's like, man, I really wish I had a sexy JPEG of red. Like, I wish, like, what if red, <laughs> oh, I want, I want beach red. I want, like, no. summer event red. I mean, yeah. How old is he? 
Right, but like they, uh, you know, no, the, when they when they make this though, like yeah, because like because like in the depictions of red and blue and whatnot, since those they they were definitely more grown up and stuff like they that. They smoke sometimes, and then like <laughs> they smoke sometimes. Yeah, hell yeah. In like the fucked up Pokemon manga where like people die and every <laughs> all the gym die. leaders are crime lords. Like Sabrina's like backstory is that she like murdered her family or whatever. And, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's good stuff. Or but the other thing too is like I mean Pokemon Go like all those like. Uh, all those like team instinct team whatever people those are all just like various the professors are old oh yeah they are yeah or, or, the, or the, i forget their names or whatever it's just like but the the the, the team instinct wisdom and fire or whatever the fuck they all are those are all like middle oh, yeah. yeah those are like all middle-aged ish or 20 something ish like attractive um like I guess like one one's a guy, one's a one is a woman, and one is definitely like in the fandoms and fictions that I have seen is definitely generally considered to be NB and and various other stuff. Like we are definitely moving into that cycle of the fo- of the Pokemon existence, where much like Fire Emblem, they won't come out and say that that's exactly what it is, but we are going to slowly creep over there. There's going to be a spring event. There's going to be like a Lunar New Year uh-huh. uh, version of I don't know Professor Oak, and he's going to be like wearing a towel, and that's it. And where you've got the <sighs> the skull guy in yeah oh Guzma he's just Guzma, Guzma yeah. Guzma's yeah. Are, like if if you didn't want to fuck Guzma before you don't get to want to fuck him <laughs> your Pokemon yeah, got you I the I, yeah the well of um of of uh, pornography for Guzma um <laughs> it's is, deep, my is so deep <laughs> y'all I didn't know this until like a week and a half ago. It is. Then you were getting ready to teach your teenage sister. About yeah, Pokemon. about. <laughs> no, you just wanted to prove that to, was your, what to your children me. and wife that there was such a thing as Guzma porn. Uh-huh. <laughs> God damn Sorry. it! Man. Wow, we're just referencing just like old bad <laughs> memes at this point. Uh, but I'm just gonna search Guzma real quick on a website and see how many. Yeah, I mean Guzma sounds like oh they changed like it. It's all different now. Tag. Oh, there's oh, 427. No post tagged guzma on r34 mm, there you go perfect. perfect so i don't think i can't do that google because there's a door behind you are me. At work too, so i wouldn't <laughs> advise oh that. my god uh, uh, well, great though. legitimately i love guzma all all love he's great i mean he's he's great what are you gonna what are you gonna say he's not great no i won't i would never do that <laughs> anyway pokemon there's Pokemon. there's a new one coming out. Destiny's yeah, got it's... a new one coming out. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I I'm playing some Final Fantasy still. There's a new one of that coming out in June. I've been playing more Final Fantasy 14 still. Sorry, I'm sorry that I'm still playing Final Fantasy 14 <laughs> so much and won't shut up about it in Slack. This is my this is my curse. Um, and then I've been playing a little bit of Final Fantasy 12. Uh, because that came out on Switch. Ooh, um, how's that? It's good. Uh, I don't. I don't probably need to talk about it too much because it's like a 18 year old game at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's it's uh they basically they put out like an HD remaster of 12 on PS4 a little while ago and Steam I want to say and now it came out on Xbox One and Switch and there are features in the Xbox One and Switch version that are not in the PS4 or Steam version and that they have said oh, that they great. have no plans to patch back into those versions that came out cool. like a year ago. That's not great, but yeah, twelve is like re- the weird like. If for people who don't know, it's like the it's the Final Fantasy uh, where it's like the single player MMO one where it's like 
all in real time and you tell your characters to attack, but then you like have uh, the gambit system, which is like very simple if then programming statements that you can put on your party members. So it's like if an ally is at 30% health, use cure. And then, but if they're not at that health, uh, attack and then down the line. And because of this, because it is it is, uh, that, and also because there's like this very like in-depth hunting system in the game where you're like, it's basically an entire system of, of, uh, of hunting super bosses, which is a thing that has been in Final Fantasy games for the longest time for, you know, for ages. Uh, but they like really blew it out and made it into this huge thing. The game, it ends up becoming, especially in the community, extremely uh, focused on like theory crafting and building your characters and building your party. Mm-hmm. Uh and and like programming them them in just the right way and giving them just the right jobs because like the uh, uh, remake version as well as like there was a PlayStation Two remake called the Zodiac International version which or edition I think that only came out in Japan even though it was called the International Edition. <laughs> um, they added the ability to like assign multiple jobs in the Final Fantasy sense of jobs like White Mage, Red, Red Mage, Battle Mage, whatever. Um, two different characters so like it's very complex uh building out your party and and assigning them the right roles and stuff like that and uh, to try and take down very specific bosses that have very specific attack patterns which is all to say that it's basically like raiding it's a single player game where you can raid like final fantasy 14 so i'm basically just playing more final fantasy 14 uh but on my switch now when i'm not playing final fantasy 14 on my pc (sighs) And that's yeah. I've, I've I told Barrett I could probably before we started this that I was probably going to skip this, but I'm just I couldn't keep it in. <laughs> I had to talk more about fucking. <laughs> I, I don't even listen. Before Final Fantasy fourteen, the only Final Fantasy games I had ever beaten were ten and thirteen. Like I barely ever played Final Fantasy games before this. So like not I played a lot of nine as a kid, but never beat it because of because uh, I lost my old save. And so like I have I have very little actual like real nostalgia for the series. But because fourteen is basically just like so much of it besides like not mechanically but tonally and thematically is so much of it is Final Fantasy fourteen fan fiction or is Final Fantasy C, uh, series fan fiction with like oh I don't know Kefka is a boss in this one I don't know X Death. And Kefka are working together because why not? They're from totally different games, but the 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 interdimensional rift—it's a big thing in in fourteen. So there's a lot of just crossover between the entire series, and it's like references to things that I then go to a wiki and Google and and find out about. And it's like, oh shit, that song that they're playing on this boss fight is the song from Final Fantasy V when you fight Gilgamesh on the big bridge. It's called Battle on the Big Bridge, and. <laughs> And now I need to look up that song. It's like, well, and now I'm just listening to a 10-hour loop of that song. Well, since I've already listened to the song, I better go find a copy of Final Fantasy V Advance for the Game Boy Advance and play that now so that I have a better appreciation for the fan fiction and references in 14. So, like, it is the game is, like, weirdly retroactively making me care about Final Fantasy lore and, like, the Final Fantasy yeah. extended universe mm. because they all connect in this through this thing called the interdimensional rift. Ah! It's... I've got a sickness, is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. And rifts are very important. They are. Oh God, we can't. We can't do this again. <laughs> anyway, be prepared. Uh, I'm probably not going to be talking. Oh my God, I was going to say. Well, E3 is coming up, so I'll probably be talking about mm-hmm. other games that aren't just Final Fantasy 14. Except I'm literally going to be seeing Final Fantasy 14 at E3. Well, Great. but next week will be before you've uh. seen it. That is true. Yeah. The next episode will be we'll have a like final the yeah. The next episode three week. So, yeah, because then it'll only be three days away. Because E three is uh, eight to nine days away, depending on how you count. Oh my god! But who's Shut counting, up. right? <laughs> no, 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 not one. me. 
nobody's got like a big giant board that just like you tear off like a tear away calendar where it's just like there are with like five an inspirational days quote Ugh. like a fucking Dilbert joke oh on my each God. of them just like hey did you come into the office today wearing a different color tie yes I hate Jewish people like <laughs> that's basically dilbert right <laughs> that is dilbert i think that's dilbert oh my god okay. for unrelated reasons i was reading up a lot about dilbert and scott adams lately. i'm not gonna get into it but i was just uh-huh like, it's bad he's bad i just want a disclaimer in there for people who don't know fuck that guy i mean yeah he's very passionate about ethics and video game journalism oh and, and kanye west that's, big big yeah kanye and that's fan. what we need to remember he's 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 just one of the people Man, remember, be, remember better times when Dilbert and Kanye were still good, right? Am I right? <laughs> oh my god! I too missed two thousand and nine. <laughs> yeah, those ten minutes in two thousand and nine, but that was okay. That intersection. Anyway, we've been going for a little bit over an hour. I think we can call it. <laughs> we did it. I'm dragging this out longer than I need to. Merritt, thank you for joining <laughs> us. Where can people find you? Uh, yeah, Merritt K on Twitter. M e r r i t t k. Oh, and Nikki, where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Godsua, G-O-D-S-E-W-A, and I'm there. That, and also at Fanbyte Media, because um, that's also us. Right, uh, and you are our social media. I don't think I mentioned either of your titles. Merritt is, of course, another managing editor, and you are our social media specialist. Uh, so, of course, you do a lot of tweeting from our official account. Mm-hmm. And then, speaking of official stuff, you can also find more of our official works and edited pieces and some fantastic work by a ton of fantastic freelancers on fanbyte.com, which is the website that this uh, show is based out of. If you're listening to this, you probably know that, but I know there are probably people out there who just stumble out of this podcast for unrelated reasons. But, hey, we got a website, too, <laughs> and you can read it, and that's, uh, you know, where we keep all of our best work, all of our stuff about which... Uh... So, if you want to hear five minutes about... Uh, uh, how which Pokemon or which Digi fucks which Digimon? You can listen to the podcast if you want. An, uh, if you want two thousand words on it, check back next no, week when we've assigned a, a freelancer. Our website is the Pokemon fucking free zone. Apparently not. That's not. No, the, it's not. Oh my! We God. had a whole article about Bill Nighy having sex with his ditto oh, in the no, film Detective it Pikachu. Was, it was. We were asking whether or not he did. Yeah. And uh, that was okay. investigative and, journalism. Yeah, that was investigative <laughs> journalism. That wasn't like fanfic. Right. Uh, although I forgot about that one, though. A lot of a lot a lot of people think that we are apparently a repository for their stuff about fucking Pokemon for real, though. Well, we're gonna have to pivot to just like Christian content for a while because that's not a <laughs> that's not an image that I want to cultivate. Yeah, not not that exact image anyway. Like, there's variations on a theme. Anyway, thank you for listening. Oh, to- oh, wait. Can you email this show yet? Do we have that email? Oh, Can you email us at podcast shit. at fanbyte.com oh, shit. for fan mail? Because I think we actually have one. We'll, we'll, do, we'll, do, we'll do that next yeah. week. Yeah, we'll do it next We're, week. But email us at podcast at fanbyte.com. Uh, but yeah, um, yes. If you've got fan mail, is that, we'll read your questions on the air. Are we Are we certain that email is actually up? Well, I mean, I've said it now, so it has so to be. So you're making Okay, somebody's going to make that. <laughs> if, uh, if that one doesn't work, uh, news at fanbyte.com I think also works, or, or just email yeah. me. Uh, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, uh, to the person who sent us our first piece of fan mail, which we, uh, or, or reader mail, or li- reader mail, listener mail, 
Uh, thank you so much for that. We will get to your question next week uh, on the next episode before when we're getting ready for E3 and whatnot. And yeah, if you have any, if you have questions or comments or anything like that, you can absolutely reach out to us. And yeah, please, uh, but just don't ask us which Pokemon we want to fuck. We will not answer that. Uh, Ditto. God damn it. <laughs> but, see. Okay, bye. Thanks for the knowledge. <laughs> Thanks for the knowledge. Bye.